Happy Pi Day, Mike. Oh, happy Pi Day. So today, I'm assuming we're going to tackle the traditional American apple pie. Maybe we could take a stop to the British pork pie, right? Like, what are we doing? Pies, the history of pie crusts, pie tins. I hate to let you down. Okay. But come on. Come on back to me. Pie as in the mathematical constant, not mm. pie as in the dessert. That is way less tasty and probably way more boring. <laughs> well, maybe to you, okay. to mathematicians like me, it's a great day. I didn't know you were a mathematician. I'm, I'm, n- I'm not. Uh, can we Let's talk about pie for a little bit. This is P-I, by the way, in case yes. your, your brain is deceiving you. Uh, it is a thing that is a little confusing to think about. Yeah, and it's a little confusing. I feel the same way. So if anyone out there has a degree in mathematics or actually knows what they're talking about, uh, I'd like to apologize in advance for the next five minutes or so. But put briefly, pi is a mathematical constant commonly defined as the ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter, something you you know probably learned in middle school or high school math. I know I certainly did. Uh, and this works in perfect circles because the circumference is always slightly more than three times as long as its diameter. So that works out to the number of, get ready everybody, 3.14159265358979323846264338323. Okay, okay, okay. That's, we don't have all day. Even that would not be enough time. All day would not suffice because the full length of pi is actually unknown right now. Early modern mathematicians reached an accuracy of 35 digits by the beginning of the 17th century. But as of November 2016, the record is 22.4 trillion digits. I have trouble comprehending that. Okay, like I don't want to. I'm not trying to throw shade on anyone here, right? Like I know sure. math is like a thing, and 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 it's very wow. important. But like I can't even fathom why it's required <laughs> to continue understanding the number. It is now at this point not important. Surely, like surely, when we've reached 22.4 trillion digits, people must just be doing this for fun, right? Like there can't be a reason to get it to be so accurate surely surely yeah i think a lot of it is in the attempt to do so so like it's as a way to like build supercomputers and do all this thing to try to get the uh the longest length mm. but i kind of feel the same way about people who tried to memorize the value of pi yes. with increasing precision like me of course those numbers that i read out was obviously 100 percent memorized you didn't write them down Mm-mm. for me no, in, in no way were they pre-written Mm-mm. for you in a google doc nope. that's not what what no, happened that's not how it goes the record for this is over 70,000 digits. and This is somebody memorizing it. Yes. And there's a whole like scheme of memorization, and you can read all about that, and it's like this, this wild thing. Uh, I assumed that you weren't going to go that long, but I did get a little nervous. Thankfully, most applications of Pi can get by on a few hundred numbers. Uh, at this point, the race to the ever longer numbers, as we say, is just boasting. It's just boasting, right? Like <laughs> It's not just computers. Uh, it's also like people that can memorize it. It's it's like a record thing. Like, can I be the world record holder? But as I say, I don't. I don't think that, that I'm. I'm. I'm readying myself for email. But I don't. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine a practical application uh, of tw- twenty-two point five trillion digits of pi, for example. <laughs> That's when the the corner is turned and mm-hmm. everything becomes clear. Pi is found in many formulas in things like trigonometry and geometry. Again, thinking about shapes, you know, and, and this stuff, math we did in school, right, that some of us probably slept through. 
Uh, its ubiquity, however, makes it perhaps the most well-known mathematical constant to like the general population. Like most people can name the first few digits of pi, and and I would even say probably a good number of people can even tell you like how you figure it with the circumference thing. Yeah, I know like three point one four two, right? Which is the rounded. Like I just know that that's a yeah, that's a thing, it's just right? Part of culture, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is probably part of the reason why pi has been known by humans for centuries, dating back to the ancient Egyptians and Babylonians. In the mid-first millennium, Chinese mathematics improved accuracy to seven decimal places all the way back then. Around 250 BC, the Greek mathematician Archimedes had recorded the algorithm basically for like calculating the value of pi. Like They knew how to find it way back then. That is something that I will never fathom. And like this show has only made this kind of brain pain worse for me. Is like, how did these people like Archimedes know all this stuff that we st- we still just know and accept as correct today? Like it's sure, a, it, it's upsetting to my brain. <laughs> Pi shows up in many different areas of mathematical studies. We mentioned trigonometry and geometry, but that's really just the beginning. Pi is vital to problems in the fields of isoparametric inequalities, transforms, Gaussian integrals, gamma functions, and beyond. Pi makes an appearance in the Heisenberg uncertainty principle as well as Sterling's approximation. You will get 100 ungenius points if you can tell me what literally any of those things mean. I I cannot do that. (laughs) Well, let's see if you can earn some ungenius points with Water Cooler Trivia instead. They are the sponsor of this episode, and the folk at Water Cooler Trivia are here to spruce up life at the office. And this is, I think, the perfect thing for ungenius listeners. They send weekly quizzes by email to you and your colleagues to spark some good-spirited competition. It's super quick and easy to set up, so in no time, you'll all be discovering each other's secret knowledge and showing off your own as well. First, you create a group and choose your quiz categories and difficulty levels level then you'll get a custom link to share with your colleagues so they can sign up to the group as well anyone who signs up will get a quiz land in their inbox every monday and you'll all get weekly results in your inbox too so things can get a little competitive if you want them to water cooler trivia is brightening mondays for companies all over the world from international consulting firms to tiny tech startups and national retailers you can create a group for your team today all with a free trial and no credit card required so Stephen, i want to test out one of these questions on you Okay. What is the easternmost U.S. state capital? Ooh, easternmost. Okay, so thinking about the eastern coastline, uh, Florida juts out, but the capital of Florida is in the panhandle, so I don't think it's Florida. So it's probably in the northeast. See, the problem is you have to figure out what state mm-hmm. is like sort of easternmost, and you have to know the capital. Yep. Um, I believe I believe Maine is the easternmost state. I believe that's where sunrise happens first in the in the continental U.S. What is the capital of Maine? Uh, I'm gonna go capital of Maine. Is it? Is it? Uh, it's not Portland. What's the other city? Is it uh, Augusta, Maine? You are correct. Oh, good yes. work. <laughs> If you want to feel Whoa. smart like Stephen, go to watercoolertrivia.com slash ungeniest for a two-month free trial. That's eight weeks of totally free office fun. That is watercoolertrivia.com slash ungeniest right now. Our thanks to Water Cooler Trivia for their support of this show, Stephen's Ego, and Relay FM. I can't believe I pulled that out. Yeah, I'm I pretty don't look impressed. at these ad reads. I'm pretty That's, impressed. I, I'm, I'm going to... 
my day's over after this. Well, I'm, I'm going to go out on top. <laughs> let's dumb you down a little bit. Let's get back to pie. <laughs> okay. All right. So no more math. Can we talk about the holiday that we're celebrating today? Pi Day. Pi Day is observed on March the 14th, which is shortened to 314 in the month-day format of date writing, as this is how Pi begins. 3, 1, 4. And of course, we have to follow the American date format for this because there's no 14th month. It would be pretty awkward to try and do it here. Once again, we're leading the way. Well, why don't you tell me about something else then? (laughs) So everyone can feel involved. Mm-hmm. We cannot confuse this with Pi Approximation Day, which is observed on July 22nd, 22 over 7 in the day-month format, since the fraction 22 over 7 is a common approximation of Pi. So It's good to have everyone involved, all the bases covered. I'm just going to say that Pi Approximation Day does not feel as important because I'd never heard of it before. Yes. There's a reason we're doing this in March and not July. <laughs> if Pi, maybe if we just forgotten. Right? It was like, ah, we missed Pi Day. Well, let's just do Pi Approx. Maybe we should just do it anyway. We'll see. If Pi has been. I'll just re release this in July. (laughs) It's a rerun. That's our first ever rerun. If Pi (laughs) has been known for centuries and centuries, how old is the holiday? Because it feels pretty internet y to me, like 420. Blaze it. Whoa. It does, I agreed with you. When I, when I started reading about this, I figured this feels like something that started on the internet. But the first official, or at least large-scale, celebration of Pi Day was organized by one Larry Shaw at the San Francisco Exploratorium, which is a museum show, showcasing science, the arts, and more. Can we do an episode on 420? Can you put uh, that in maybe. the list? <laughs> Sure. It would be it would be fun because there's just going to be that Wikipedia article must be incredible, <laughs> right? It's got to be amazing. We'll just take a look at it, and if you're comfortable with it, because that would be brilliant. We have an episode coming out on the twenty second, and like we could just joke like, ah, uh, we were late, <laughs> we were just too relaxed. <laughs> we'll see about that. All right. Uh, Shaw worked as a physicist at the museum and in 1988, the year of my birth, led staff and members of the public in marching around one of the museum's circular spaces, then consuming fruit pies. I like that. A simple celebration followed by dessert. It's nothing it's nice. nicer than that. It's just nice. That's very, it feels very American, actually. <laughs> Since then, Pie Day has been observed in many ways, including, of course, eating pie throwing pies, and discussing the significance of the number. It's a very pun-focused holiday. The Massachusetts Institute of Technology has often mailed its application decision letters to prospective students for delivery on Pi Day. And then starting in 2012, MIT announced it will now post those decisions privately online on Pi Day as well. What a bunch of nerds over at MIT, <laughs> but wouldn't you expect it? Bravo, MIT. It's very good. Princeton, New Jersey hosts numerous events in a combined celebration of Pi Day and Albert Einstein's birthday, which somehow is also March 14th. On March 12, 2009, the U.S. House of Representatives passed a resolution recognizing March 14, 2009 as National Pi Day. See, Congress does do important work. Indeed. For Pi Day 2010, Google presented a Google Doodle celebrating the holiday with the word Google laid over images of circles and pi symbols. They really phoned that one in. You can, But you can always count on the Google Doodle in such situations as weird kind of internet-y holidays. Yep. If there's no Google Doodle, did it really happen? That's, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
All right. Well, so that is Pi Day. Thank you for celebrating with us on this very special occasion. If you want to learn more about the holiday or about the mathematical constant, there are links in the show notes at relay.fm slash ungeniust slash 74. While you're there, you can get in touch via email with show suggestions, or you can do that on Twitter. The show is at ungeniust. You can find me there as ISMH, and you can follow Mike on Twitter as IMYKE. And until our next 22 trillion digits, Mike, say goodbye. 3.1415. Bye. Adios.